0: The strategy of who, Satan. of Satan, amen. And so uh, we're going to dive into that today. Uh, we know that the uh, the enemy doesn't want us to talk about him or expose his plan, but uh, I want to talk to you today a little bit about, amen, this great deceiver, amen? amen. And so I told you number one that the purpose of this series is to share in detail about Satan and the strategy he uses to wreck your Christian life. And if possible, if possible, to destroy you. So, um, I told you uh, at the beginning of this series that there are four persons, we're going to look at these four persons in the Old Testament who had a direct confrontation with Satan, all right? And so, what we're talking about is the strategies of Satan, all right? Now, listen, if it looks uh, a little bit unbelievable, (laughs) you got to believe it's Satan, all right? Some of the things that happens in your life. Satan is not one who is uh, he doesn't care how he looks. That's the first thing you got to understand. So faith, Satan is not trying to save face. You know how some people will do stuff behind your back. Satan doesn't do stuff behind your back. He does it right in front of you to prove, amen, that either he's right, amen, or you're wrong. And so so it's real important that you understand his strategies. And one of the things that I told you that we can learn from their experience. What we're going to learn from the experience is number one, the target, uh, the target Satan aims at in your life. Number two, the weapons that he uses to attack you. Amen. And the purpose that he wants to achieve. And lastly, the defenses God has provided for you. These are. This is the goal of this lesson, amen? And so one of the things I told you is that one of the targets of Satan, what would I tell you? What did I tell you one of the targets of Satan is? I told you, the mind. And so I want to say this to you. Satan will do everything he can, amen, to keep you from benefiting from this series of messages, all right? Amen. He will distract you. He will try to detour you, and he may even try, amen, to cause you to not even be interested in this subject matter. But you have to be more than a conqueror. You have to uh, rise above the occasion, amen, and press on so that you can become what God wants you to be. But it's good to understand who our enemy is, amen, and his strategy. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to go to, uh, I want you to go, I want you to remember this. Go to the First John 4.4. 4. Here's a few, few prerequisites that I want you to remind yourself of <clears throat> when you're under attack. Anybody, anybody here have been experiencing any unusual attacks from the enemy? Hmm? No? Okay, now let me share this with you. If you have not been attacked, then something wrong. <laughs> okay? So so now I'm not saying that, you know, you you know your whole life has to be about a struggle. But what I am saying is that there's time from time to time you and I will face obstacles, and what the devil meant for what? Evil. Watch this. What? God meant it for what? Our good. Romans eight twenty eight says what? And God causes what? All things to work together for the what? For the good of those who what? Love Him and are called according to His purpose. But I want to tell you something. Don't be surprised. Come on, somebody. Don't be surprised at what you see happen. Amen. But here's some here's some, here's a word for you. First John 4, 4 says, You are what? From God. Little what? Children? And have what? Overcome them. Now the context to this passage is talking about false teachers. Amen. That that you be careful that you don't get caught up in false teaching. But what 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 John was reminding the people of God, he says, so so one of the things you have to remind yourself of, you ready for this? It, when Satan attacks you, you gotta remind yourself, a lot of people forget this. You ready for this? That number one, write it down somewhere, you are a child of God. You are a what? Child of God. And 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 listen, how Well, a lot of us, you know, we got children, right? And and here's the thing. Growing up, right, raising your children, right, was a process. Am I right about it? But there's something special about your child. Amen. You remember when something happened at school, how you went up there? Come on, somebody. You you remember when somebody talked bad to your child and you you ran to their rescue? Come on, somebody. I'm talking to myself. Amen. Amen. You you remember that? Do you remember the def- anybody here remember your child was wrong, but you still defended them? Come on, somebody. You say, no, no, not my child. Not not my boo-boo. Amen. No, no. But but the thing about it is because it's your child. That child is special to who? You. Listen, your child may not mean anything to me, but your child is special to who? To you. So I want you to think about this now. You are a what? Child of God. And so therefore, because you're a child of God, you are special to God. So therefore, who is the enemy of God? Satan. And so if brushes... Y'all ready for this? Satan will try to get to you through your through your seed. Amen. Listen, you could be the most humblest person, just going along, everything is good, life is great, but he'll work through what? Your children. He'll find the weakest link in your family and he'll try to get to you. And and watch this. He knows that if I hurt your child, I can hurt you. I can keep you distraught. I can keep you, amen, in a state of depression. Come on, somebody. Before, listen, if nothing would have happened to your child, you would have been fine. I know some people who they've lost their children and they've never been able to come back from that. Come on, somebody. Amen. That's a real feeling. That's your child. And it's the same thing with the child of God. We are children of God and Satan wants to destroy us. Amen. And he will start with our children. Are y'all with me? So so this is what John is reminding them of in the midst of false teachers. He says, little children. Oh, I love that. Now, he's talking to some grown folk, but he's trying to get them to understand you are a child of God. And no matter how deep or how devious or how malicious these strategies that Satan has, you must always remind yourself in the midst of what you're going on, I am a child of God. Oh, I wish I had somebody. You know, when the pressures of life come upon you, When when it seems like things won't change, you have to remind yourself, man, I am a child of God. Set apart for his good works. Watch this. Watch the text. He says, and have what? Overcome them. Not only are you a child of God, but write this down. You are an overcomer. Come on, somebody. You are an overcomer. You cannot sit in your situation and believe that you will never overcome it. You are born to be an overcomer. The Bible says, blessed are they that endure, blessed are they that overcome. Are you with me? And when you overcome the trials in your life, you're better. But what Satan does, he gets us to look at it from a perspective, you'll never, this will be with you for the rest of your life. I don't accept diabetes. I don't accept heart disease. I I don't accept cancer. I don't accept these things that the doctor says, but I'm going to do my part because guess what? I am an overcomer because I am a child of God. And I am special to God. You are special to God. Is somebody praying with me? Look what the text says. Listen, I'm fired up from yesterday, so y'all bear with me, okay? Amen. I was with some men yesterday that love God. And it was powerful, man. Amen. He said, and have overcome them because greater. Come on, somebody. Notice is a capital H. Here's the reason why you're an overcomer. Not because of who you are, but because of what's in you. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. He says, Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Who is in the world? Satan. We are greater. We have greatness. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Not only you're a child of God, not only you're an overcomer, but what you have in you is greater than what's. Watch this. Than what is trying to overtake you. Come on, somebody. Amen. What is in you is greater than what's trying to what overtake you. What is in you is greater than what's trying to destroy you. What is in you is greater, hallelujah, than anything that you can even imagine. But here's the thing. You and I have to understand this and believe it by faith. Oh, man, Tuesday night. My gosh. We talked about unbelief. And, and, and it's powerful because the, the, I've been standing on this promise since, since, since uh, t- well, I've been standing on this promise since, uh, on, on, from Tuesday night in Numbers 11, the memory Scripture, where he says, is God's power limited? It's, it's a question that we all need to answer. The Bible says, greater is he is in you. Here's the thing, as a child of God, here's what you have. You ready? You have the Holy Spirit and you have the Holy Scriptures. Come on, somebody. You have the Holy Spirit and you have the Holy Scriptures. Amen. And no matter what you may be facing this morning, No matter what Satan's strategy is. I know sometimes, listen, sometimes I don't feel it. (laughs) Amen. But I got to ask God, God, whatever this is right now, help me, Lord, to understand that I am your child. Man, think about this for a minute, y'all. Your children don't understand all of the details right okay they don't understand rent needs to be paid they don't understand that you 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 got paid and you had to make a choice <laughs> this this week <laughs> right <laughs> you know e- either I'm gonna Either I'm going to pay the rent or I'm going to pay the lights or i got to maneuver. They don't understand all this. I just saw a report in the news that said, on CNN, it says, in Time Magazine, that says that parents spend between $5,000 and $15,000, watch this, on designer clothes. Amen. Amen. And, and watch this. And they don't understand all of the details. All they understand is, give me. I, I, I just expect it to happen. That's the same way you got to be with your father in heaven. <laughs> That's the same way you got to be with your father in heaven. You got to believe that daddy got this thing. I, phew, what am I worried about? Why am I stressed out about this? I am a what? Child of God. I'm an overcomer. And then I have greatness. Oh, I wish I had some. I wish some of us would start tapping into that greatness. Greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Go to John 8. John chapter eight. Great is He that is in me. You got to hold on to that promise, y'all. You got to stand on that promise. You got to say, you know what? That's it. I mean, just because you, you know you're older now doesn't mean you don't you don't have to go walk around like a you know you you have a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Right. You understand what I'm saying? And I hope that when my girls get older, I hope that they do call me for advice. I hope that they do come back home and say, you know, mom, dad, you know what? I, I was just thinking about this or thinking about that. And that's what we do. We think because we, we're grown, <laughs> we can't call on our parents. And where does this thing come where when they're 18, and you can put them out and they, you, you, you know, and where, where did that come from? Okay? Well, let's think about this. You take an 18-year-old child who, who is immature, and you say, get on out there. <laughs> Figure it out. But not so with our Heavenly Father. And that's the mentality that Satan will try to give us, you know, that, hey, you, you got to do this on your own. You got to struggle on your own. For some reason, some of us, we like the struggle. And I told you I like, the str- I like the struggle. I told you I like the struggle, but, but I like the struggle to a certain degree. I want to change through the struggle. I don't want to stay in the struggle. Wow. Yeah. All right? I really do. I want my trials to con- conform me and change me so that I can become a better man. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because why? Because I am a child of God. You are a child of God. John chapter 8, verse 40. And what does it say there? This is one of my favorite passages, y'all. If you go to 39. Okay, Jesus is speaking to the Jews and they didn't really believe who he was. And they couldn't understand who Jesus really was. Matter of fact, at the beginning of chapter 8, they brought the adulterous woman to him. And then he kind of laid it out. He says, He's without sin cast the first stone. Right? And then we and then and then he tells them that they are the light of the world. But yet there were some who were not who did not believe. Alright? Now watch verse 34. Jesus answered them and said, Well, let's back up to 33. It says, They answered him and said, We are Abraham's descendant. And have never yet been enslaved. Do anyone enslaved to anyone? How is it that you say you will become free? See, here's the thing: they they thought that because of their watch, because they were children of God. Come on, somebody. They they were in the family of God. They thought that they were exempt. They thought that they were without sin. They thought that they were so special that they were above everybody. And this is the thing that Satan will do. He'll try to get us to believe just because we're doing better. Amen. Uh, guess what? We, we have arrived. This journey is about constant growth and reevaluation. Watch the text. Text says in verse 34, Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a what? Is a slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does Remain where? Forever. So if the son makes you free, hallelujah, you will be what? Free indeed. And what Jesus was saying to them is, I'm the only way, I'm the only one that can make you free. The only way to be set free from a sin nature, sinful life, amen. We're still going to have a little bit of the sin nature in us, but we're saved by grace. Now look what he says. He says, know that you are Abraham's what? Descendants. Yet you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. I speak the truth, these th- the things which I have seen with my father. Therefore, you also do the things which you heard from your father. Now, they answered and said, Abraham is our father. Jesus said to them, if you were Abraham's children... Do the what? Deeds of Abraham. But but as it is, you are seeking to what? To kill me, a man who told you the truth which I heard from God, this Abraham did not do. You are doing the deeds of your father. So what Jesus was trying to establish with them, watch this, whether they were children of God or children of the devil. You got to know who your daddy is. Hallelujah to his holy name. And prior to Christ, we were children of Satan. Oh, I wish I had, if you can handle that. You're like, not me. Okay, look at what you used to do. I <laughs> oh, wish I had somebody. Look, look at how you live. Even if you say, well, I, I didn't hurt nobody. I I didn't kill nobody. I didn't steal nothing from nobody. I didn't hurt I didn't do none of that. But what about your thoughts? What, What about what you did behind? Oh, amen. So just in case you thought you were a good person, I can give you the good person test. Anybody want to take the good person test? That's what the Ten Commandments is all about. Have you ever lied before? Have you ever stolen anything? So people that say they're good, when, they bring, when you bring them against the Ten Commandments, you find out they're not all that good. Come on, somebody. You say, man, that's a good person. Amen. Watch the text. Watch the text. They, 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 they said to him, uh, verse 41, you're doing the deeds of your father. They said to him, we have, were not, but see how righteous they were. We, we're not born of fornication, so how did you get here? <laughs> we, we have one father. We have one father, God. See, there are a lot of people that talk about God. They think that God is their father because they've been in church all their lives. Amen. But Jesus is trying to tell them, That ain't it. If God is your father, then greater is he. Come on, somebody. Your deeds will show who you belong to. Come on, somebody. And oftentimes, some people struggle to do what is right. They say, I just can't do right. The question is, who's your daddy? Because here's what's so interesting about this verse. Your parent is the one that showed you the way of life. Am I right about it? They taught you values. They taught you things, amen, uh, that you needed to know about life. That is your teacher. Watch this. If you could be estranged from your parent for a long time, but if your mama call you, you'd be right there. You you could be upset at your parent for a long time, but if your mom or daddy call you, you will be right there. Why? Because they have influence over your life. And here's the thing. What Jesus was trying to establish here is that you got to distinguish who your father really is. They were saying, God is my father. But they were seeking to kill Jesus. And Jesus was saying, hold on. How can you kill God's son? Come on, somebody. I want to set you free, but you want to kill me. Come on, somebody. Watch the text. It's right here. Watch what he says. Watch what he says now. He says, Jesus said to them, (laughs) if God were your what? You would what? Can I ask you a question? Do you love Jesus? I mean, do you really, really, really? And if you love Jesus, then God is your Father. Gotta love Him. How do you love someone you don't see? By faith. And then the spirit of God will tell you, will, will, will enlighten you, will empower you, will show you who he is in the pages of scripture. Listen, don't go looking for Jesus through people. Ooh. You know what Gandhi said? Gandhi, who was a Hindu, says, Jesus I like. He says, I would have become a Christian. But then I looked at Christians and how they lived and I didn't want to be a Christian. Isn't that something? We've got to love Jesus. Listen, the only way you're going to defeat Satan is you've got to fall in love with Jesus and he will give you what you need to overcome whatever he's trying to do now in your life. Do I have anybody? Watch the text, y'all. If God were your father, you would love me. For I proceed forth and have come from God. For I have not come on my own initiative, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I am saying? Is it because you cannot hear my what? You are of your father. Here's that. What's the most important thing in church? The word? Today, is that what most people go for? What do they go for? Sleep. (laughs) I understand. Some people come to church just Tuesday. They can't get no good night's rest. (laughs) I this. people come to church for entertainment now but Jesus says if you love me you will what you will what you will love my what my word look what he says he says do you not verse 43 do you not understand what I'm saying Is it because you cannot hear my word? Verse 44. You are the devil and you want to do the desires of your what? Of your father. Every child wants to please his father. See, if you can't hear the word, I watch people sometimes in church. Listen, they'll be paying attention, right? They'll be paying attention, to, you know, worship and all that. For the time the word starts, right? They start finding things to do. In, church, they, they, in their purse, they 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 the, the men just be like flipping around. And they find everything else. Listen, if you can't pay attention for the word portion, something wrong. What is distracting you? What is holding you back? And, and sometimes we're like, well, well, he ain't getting it today. No, you ain't listening. <laughs> because if you were listening, you'd realize, oh, this word's for me. But, the, but he says, you can't understand these words because you are of your father, the devil. Watch the text. Now, he was a murderer from the beginning. And what Jesus was linking it to is the fact that they were trying to kill him so they were just imitating their father. Now a child of God, I already told you, is what? An overcomer. A child of God can hear the words, understand it, and then live it. We live not by... Bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out the mouth of God. You know, I talk to my seminary students all the time. I tell them, don't listen, if you go to church and yeah, and worship gets all exciting and everybody's all inside, and then the pastor gets up there and says, okay, y'all, we're finna take offering. How come you didn't forget? The Holy Spirit wouldn't let you forget the offering, but you won't preach the word. Have you ever been in a church like that where we got so high where the pastor didn't preach? Hmm? They say it got so high, it got so, it got so high. Well, here's the thing. That's exactly a strategy of Satan. He does not want us to hear the word. It is through the word of God that we are transformed. It is through the word that we're changed. It is through the word that we conform to our daddy's image. And what Satan wants to do, if he can keep you from the word, he will do whatever it takes to keep you from the truth. So he'll keep you in a place where you will never grow, where it's all about Empowerment. It's all about, you know, uh, uh, in growth and all this other stuff without a word. See, watch the text. Text says, He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there's no truth in him. But watch this. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own what? Isn't that powerful? But here's the thing. You can't convert Satan. Ah, oh, y'all missed that. I wish y'all would have caught that. You can't convert Satan. He is stuck in his nature. And there are people that you're like, man, are they ever going to get saved? Are they you got to leave that one up to God. But I want to say this to you. A liar, a person that lies and continues to lie is only operating according to their nature. Yes, sir. But when we came to Christ, I mean, we used to lie all the time, just, just for no reason, just, just, just lie. Just, and didn't feel, listen, and didn't feel no way about it. But when you came to Christ, but when I go into my prayer class, you know what I do? I ask the Lord, Lord, please forgive me. You know, I didn't mean to say that. So I'm just saying, don't, don't get yourself all Phariseic now. Okay? You know, we're going to mess up. But what I'm saying is, you're going to have more truth. You, you'll tell more truth than lies. And the thing about Satan is that Satan is a liar. So watch Satan's strategy. he lied lie to you. Watch it. You just sitting around, right? I can prove this. You just sitting around, and all of a sudden, something come in your mind. Man, it ain't gonna get no better. God ain't gonna heal me. This, this ain't this. My, my, you know, I'm always gonna be the same. I'm never going to change. I hear what Pastor's saying, but I mean, I'm just saying in these, these conversations, and you got to ask yourself a question, right? If you are a safe person and you have greater in you and you are a child of God, right, why is your mind going there? Why? I just can't help myself. Whose nature do you have? Satan is a liar. He's the, the, look what the text says. The text says he speaks from his own nature. He is a liar and the what? The father of lies. But because I speak the truth, you do not believe me. Which one of you convicts me of sin? If I speak the truth, why do you not believe me? He who is of God, watch this, hears, hears the word of God. He who is of God. So here's the thing. Think about this for a minute. The only way you're going to defeat Satan over your mind is if you're putting in the word. You know, what you listen to is affecting your mind. So if all day long you got 102 on and 97.9, D-Box, if that's all you're consuming, if all you're thinking about is negativity all day long, what do you think is going to happen to you? But the Bible says, he who is of God hears the word of God. For this reason, you do not hear them because you are not of God. I understand why everybody don't come to church. I understand why everybody can't come into a word church. Know why? Because the word is too pure. And it convicts, and it corrects, and it reproves, and it trains, and it encourages. But most people today want the encouragement part without the correcting part. See? If you're encouraged and you ain't, you're not, if you're encouraged but not corrected, you're faking. Anybody can put on a smile and say, how you doing? I'm great. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> they're going to smile. I'm great. But they're not changing. When they leave here and they get into the parking lot, they don't even listen to the word. Amen. So, you know, I just want to encourage you to know, to know the strategies he who is of God, he is what? So, so when you say, I'm saved, I know God, I'm going to ask you, how much word did you listen to this week? How much Bible did you read? How much Bible did you apply? Because being a hearer of the word only and not a do of the word, the Bible says you and I are deceiving ourselves. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Amen. Ouch. Amen. Oh, thank you.